everybody. It is Dave and Jeff. It is November 9th, 2020. Just got done watching a Monday night football game that I thought would suck, but it was actually pretty good between the Patriots and the Jets. Dave, I loved it. I have not seen a lot of Monday night football this year because we're usually down here, yeah. but I see the end of it. But you know where I saw the first part of that game tonight, Dave Pala? <laughs> I watched the first half of that game from the Encinitas Elks Lodge. No. <laughs> from what are you, 64? My beautiful hometown of Cardiff. You ever been in the Elks Lodge? Dude, I've never been to an Elks Lodge, period. I swear to God, Dave, it was an absolute blast. Really? I'm going to give a little pro, a little uh, plug right here, and it's it's a perfect time during the holidays because there are a lot of people that don't necessarily want to cook. And uh, my friends John and Cheryl Braun, who Cheryl I've known, geez, 30 years, they uh, Cheryl ran on tough times during COVID, like yeah. so many of you did. Of course. And lost her job in July. Damn. And she's been unemployed. She's taking care of her parents. And it's very funny. I wonder how many of us think like this now, Dave. We go, man, oh, man, at some point we're going to have to take care of our parents. And then you think, I wonder if my little fucks will take care of me. They're going to look out for me? Well, Cheryl is. She's taking care of uh, Cheryl and her mom, Rosalie. Yeah. Had the coolest travel agency in downtown Encinitas for 30 years. Probably a million of you know right where it is. Like, there's the Daily Double, where Bubba Paris has his annual holiday party. 7-Eleven's right there on the corner, kind of diagonal from what used to be the Full Moon and Bobby G's. And then as you head west, next door to the 7-Eleven, that's where Cheryl and Rosalie are. Well, uh, Cheryl and her husband, John have a catering company, and it's called Brad and Savannah's Chicken Palace. And tonight, they were serving dinner at the Elks Lodge. So to support cool. friends that are trying to get a catering company off and running, we went and had an absolute blast. I cannot thank the people at the NCS Elks Lodge. They were so nice to me. I'd never been. But if you're on Facebook, yeah, I would love for anybody, Brad and Savannah's Chicken Palace is the name of it, and it's absolutely great. The menu that they did tonight was the rosemary roll, coleslaw, potato salad, fried chicken, and a chocolate chip cookie. It was 10 bucks a head. But, um, you know, I'm just trying to support of friends course. that are, are trying to get a fresh start while they're taking care of their parents at the same time. Food was outstanding. So, again, give them a follow on Facebook. Brad and Savannah's Chicken Palace, they're bringing food to people for the holidays, and they're going to be doing a bunch of things. And if you get a chance, man, take your kids out and go have some fun and support. Two people that I've known a long, long time, really, really good people, and the food was really fun. But to just hang out in the Elks Lodge, having a Pacifico, eating fried chicken, I go, shit, this is great. <laughs> and they were trying to get me to sign up. I think I could be in. You could be in. And I'm not going to tell you this, Dave. Well, I will tell you this, I yeah. should say. I think I had a shot in there. <laughs> now, I think my best option, and I was trying to do the math driving down here. I think my best option was with a woman who said she had a 36-year-old grandson. <laughs> you looking to date her grandson or the woman? Not the grandson. I'm not dating him. How old does she have to be to have a 36-year-old grandson? I would say start with 20 and up. So let's say she's 56. No, the grandson, not a but son. The, I know, 
Oh, Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying. Do the uh, math here. You might as well go back to bang Vera. Shit. This lady <laughs> might be older than Vera. Fuck me. I was like, I missed, I missed that. Yeah, not part. a 36-year-old son, Jesus. Dave. 36-year-old grandson. What is she doing in there? She's hanging out, having a couple of beers because her neighbor drives so she doesn't have to drive. Oh. She said she comes by all the time. She's the one who told me I should be a member. Oh, no. Damn. Oh no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. And my two friends were like told her, "Okay, you can, you keep walking Good. over here." All right, so I got a question. It, yeah. My at an uncle who used to be a Shriner. Okay. Okay. And him and his buddies used to wear that Shriner's hat, you Yeah. Know? Do the Shriners still exist or is that just something that was around in the 70s? I don't know. Well, don't they have the Shriners Temple over there across from Hotel no, Circle? I don't like know. Like across from where Junior's Restaurant like, used to be? Like the Scottish Rite Center? Oh, that's the Scottish Rite Center. <laughs> that's right. The Scottish Rite Shriners. Yeah. That's right. Um, I don't know. Now, the thing that I found out tonight about the Elks is that you don't... I've also been, because I didn't know where to go, so I thought I was supposed to go to the American Legion in Encinitas. So I went there first. Now, that's another great place. That's where I spent the last night of normalcy, March 13th, with these same friends of mine drinking beers in the Legion. That was What the hell's the Legion? The American Legion, which is kind of like the VFW. Okay. And so that's all. You have to be the only people that are in there are retired military or family members. Got it. Well, a very close friend of mine, her father uh, fought in two world wars and is... uh, He's passed away now, but just an absolute amazing guy. And so I was able to be in as her guest, and we were in, and God, we had dinner and beers, and they had live music. It was great, and you meet all the bunch of retired military heroes, man. Um, but tonight at the Elks, I didn't realize you don't have to be military. I think Mud was part of the Alpine Elks forever. He would be right, yeah. But you know what they said to me, Dave? He'd be a Shriner too. He probably would. He'd wear that hat. He'd wear that hat. Him and nine buddies crowding into a v, uh, VW bug. But you know what they were saying tonight, Dave? They said a lot of them live at home by themselves, and COVID's been a little bit of a grind on them. And yeah. so to be able to get out and see their friends and communicate a little bit and have a nice dinner, you could have a beer. They had a full bar. Uh, Tim, the bartender, couldn't have been nicer. And uh, they went in and just, they said, yeah, we can go out and, and see our friends and hang out. So, yeah, we watched Monday Night Football. The biggest thing, though, again, uh, was to support Brad and Savannah's Chicken Palace. They're on Facebook. They've got a page. Uh, please like their page. Tell them you heard about it on the Dave and Jeff show because it's just, man, it's tough out there right now for a lot of people. Lot of people. And these guys are great. And they didn't ask me to plug it, so that's why I'm happy to do it. Yeah, Absolutely. You just said something very interesting, though, that I think a lot of parents think about. Guarantee your parents have thought about it. If you haven't thought about it sooner, I'm surprised. Yeah. But the whole deal is, would my kids take care of me? You know, if I got (laughs) sick or if I got old, would my parents take care of me? And so, I mean, would my kids take care of me as their parents? So, And which kid would take care of you? It's funny you say this because my wife, honestly, it's her biggest fear. Used to always be because her mom always said to her, you need to have a little girl because a daughter will always take care of the mom. Boys suck at this. <laughs> and uh, she used to say this all the time. And we ended up taking care of Rita's mom. 
Yeah. And Rita has four siblings, and we gave her the choice. Who do you want to live with? And she chose Rita, who's the youngest one. So I, yeah. I, I choose her. So, uh, of course, we, we took her in. That's just the, the way we do it. So, um, but she was worried, like, who would who would take care of me? And obviously, it falls to, in our family, it falls to Josh. And yeah. She says all the time, meaning Rita, she goes, I just hope Josh marries a girl that's going to let me either move in or like me enough to take care of me, make sure I'm okay and not by myself all the time. Well, the one thing I heard there in the way she described it is- She doesn't trust Josh. No, is a lot of me, me, me. I didn't hear anything about, I hope she takes care of us. I hope she likes us. I think she knows- with this blood pressure, there's no way I'm going to be that guy. That's funny. Okay, that's funny you say that because we had this conversation. Uh, we could go today. It was my kid's birthday. And we're out to lunch. It's my sons, their mom, and me. And my son Jack said, uh, Mom told me that if I, as life goes on, if I pass away before she does, when she passes away, she's going to kill me again. That That I'm not allowed to do that. And she goes, that's absolutely right. She said at lunch. And she goes, look, I'm just saying out of the four of us here, I have to be the one to go first. Because if any of the three of you go, that's going to be way too hard. And they're like, even dad? I was like, what the hell? I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. And she said, even dad. (laughs) Yeah, hell yeah. And so uh, there's no way. I was like, no. She's just lacing things with arsenic and try <laughs> rat poison it's like we go see if that rat traps work and try that cheese see if it, well, it tastes fine to me uh but no it was just uh she's taking care of her parents yeah. cheryl is doing a great thing and she said that's a full-time job it that is. i don't get paid for and uh and that's why i wanted to, to promote them and it was just it was really fun man yeah. after a crazy couple of days since we've last been here uh, and then I was super excited driving down here tonight because I saw, I saw your post on social yeah. media and I said, God damn, I'm going to go down and meet Dave's new dog. But you know what? Pretty goddamn quiet out here, Dave. It sure is. It sure is. All right. So I just posted this right before the show started while you were driving because it, okay. So I'll explain the whole story to where we're at right now, because my wife's like, don't say anything. And I said, no, a hundred percent. I'm going to say something. I don't want someone to make the same mistake we made. Yeah. So I, I'm sitting there and I'm watching, um, I'm watching the Alabama game. I was going to watch Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama plays LSU next week. Big game. The whole deal. It's that picture that, uh, we always laugh about the one with the Josh and me with yeah. Jake in the background. Love it. And Jeff always <laughs> circles it. With Jake. My favorite picture. It, it is. It is really fucking funny. It is, especially the way Jake used to react. Oh, isn't this great? Yeah. Great picture of the family, huh? (laughs) They just wait. They go up there so we can take a picture of our two best friends. (laughs) There I am waiting. Look at that shit. like you're the 26th row. Fuck. Josh and I are on the field. Jake's in the 26th row of the background. Took me years to realize Jake was back there, which is funny as fuck. So did you point that out to him, or did he know that's him? I think he pointed out, going, I think I'm right back there. And we're like, that is you. Because there's hardly anybody in the stadium. So in- It is the greatest picture. Yeah. But, Dave, you're so right. The way nobody played the victim card oh, yeah. like he did, and especially when he had a willing audience. Yeah. And I found it absolutely hysterical. It was 100% his fucking fault, by the way. We... 
go to this is where Josh was even going to Alabama as a baseball player yeah. at UC Riverside. And we go to see Alabama LSU. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry are playing for LSU. It's fucking crazy. It's one of the, the greatest days ever for us. Yeah. And it's just a huge party. We're there for like ten hours before the game. Yeah. And they open the doors to the stadium. We're like, we, let's go on in. And Josh and I are taking pictures. And Jake's like, fuck off. How many pictures are you guys going to take? This is ridiculous. He goes, I'm out. Fuck, you guys can sit here all you want. And he goes, I'm going to my seat. So he takes off. Josh and I take one of my favorite pictures of all time. And then you realize Jake's like in the 22nd row, I think, yeah. in our seats back there. And he always, to Jeff, can you believe these fuckers taking a picture without me? I, I laughed so hard. And it showed up. The other day, and I have to see, he posted it. I thought he had posted it on Instagram. And he said his initial comment was so great. Like, oh, isn't this awesome? So fun. Beautiful family picture. And I immediately responded, this is tragic. (laughs) This is tragic. And I was just looking. God damn, I don't know where I saw it. Was he on Facebook? I don't know where, but it I just... guarantee he did it on Instagram. Probably wasn't Facebook. Yeah. He wasn't a Facebook guy. But uh, God damn, Dave, that picture just makes me laugh every time. It is funny. So, and Jeff always put, will put it out and circle it, you know, with Jake yeah. back there. Makes no, me he laugh. had it. He's he one circled, circled it. it. Yeah. Oh, I, I just circled per- it. No, he circled it. Oh, it my God. It's so fucking funny. Jesus. It's, it's actually back behind you about 20 feet. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, my wife says to me, she goes, I can't keep it a secret. This is Saturday. I'm going to get you a dog for your birthday. And my birthday is coming up on Friday the 13th with yep. Costa. And so I was thinking about it, and I was not sure that I'm ready for a dog. I mean, we just lost sure. Sugar on June 10th, and that was devastating. I mean, there's been a lot of sad things that have happened around here. And I was like, I don't know if I'm 100% in on a dog. And Josh said to her, hey, look, that's a big fucking surprise. You might want to give him a heads up, especially let him have some input on what kind of dog he's going to get. So she says to me on Saturday, she found a dog. Okay. And so I said, okay. So it's going to be a boxer because that's that's what Sugar was. I yeah. wanted something that was just like Sugar. She was the, the best dog I ever had. And she goes, okay, here's the deal. There's this dog online. She saw a picture of it. I posted a video and a picture of the dog. Or there's one off of Market. And by the way, I didn't realize, but I had friends that were looking for a rescue first. We were trying to go the yeah. rescue route. We okay, have good. friends who are part of a boxer rescue thing in Southern California. Couldn't find it. This is just time in the year to find the, the dog I wanted. So uh, we drive all the way off a of market. We go to this house. They said show up at 2 o'clock. We have eight boxer puppies. And as we're walking up, this lady goes walking by me as a puppy looks just like sugar. And I'm like, okay, let's see the other ones. She goes, that was the last one. No, oh, And Rita's shit. like, well, what the fuck? You did? She didn't say what the fuck, but in my yeah. head, why did you tell us to show up at two? Yeah. And I said to Rita, because she doesn't care. She just wants to she get wants rid of the money. dogs and make the money. Yeah. She made her money. That was at a business transaction. The puppy went to a little boy in the back seat who was so happy. I was okay. like, this is great. Oh, that's cool. Fine. So we go home. She finds the one online, has it shots, the whole deal. It's not eight weeks. It's like 12 weeks, which is fine. Let it stay with yeah. his mom. 100% cool with it. We're going to send the, we, we talk about it. We say send videos, can't decide which dog we want. You know, we want to make sure it's kind of legit too. Mm-hmm. So uh, where are you from? From Minnesota and fucking Jeff State, of course. God damn it, fleeced you. <laughs> your mom wrote to me, from Minnesota, you know it's going to be a good dog. And I was like, okay. Well, the dog doesn't exist. So the, the basically, um, the dog that's promised to us um, does, does not exist, okay? 
For all I know, that video and picture could have been from 10 years ago. So you know who what I'm are saying? these guys? They're con artists. They do this all the time. Okay, so uh, I'll give everybody the site not to use because they have a bunch of sites. If you go to this site and you see it and, and you look at no. other sites, they, they're exactly the same pictures, same name dogs, the whole deal. Charityboxershome.com, okay? And if you're buying a dog online, be very, very careful on this, on what they want from you and the cost. If it's too too inexpensive and it doesn't make sense, yeah. I mean, they're like $750, we will ship you the dog, the whole deal. I'm like, $750? How are they going to ship the dog? Right. And you're going, well, they said, they're, you know, it's it's uh, it's going to ride with somebody we're going to send. And I'm like, well, all this is more than 750 bucks. Yeah. Thinking, thinking in your mind. I go, none of this seems to make sense. And you start look, trying to read up on um, people who have said have had great success. They're all bullshit. Yeah. So at the time, we go through it, pay through Zelle. I told my wife, I go pay through Zelle. I, I use Zelle all the time in my other business. It's safe. The whole deal. The bank is the one that tells me to use Zelle. Yeah. We go through it on a Saturday night. I post that list of the dog at yeah. this spot. Next morning, my wife wakes up, and I'm all excited. I'm getting a dog today at 7 o'clock in the evening. It's going to be delivered to the home. Yeah. She wakes up. She says, I have a horrible feeling. And she's always been right on these things. Yeah. And she says, something's wrong. And she calls. We check the shipping number. As soon as I click on the shipping number, it shows up on my computer that it, there's a virus attached to the number. Oh, No. Then she calls back to the lady, and the lady goes, look, because of inclement weather, we're going to need another $1,200. And I said to Rita, I go, bullshit. I go, the weather across the country right now is great. I'm looking at the Titans who play in 89 degrees. I look at Minnesota, it's 73 degrees. There's no fucking inclement weather anywhere this weekend. No. Except in fucking Southern California, it's raining like a motherfucker. But everywhere else, it's fine. So I'm like, holy shit, it's fake. Rita goes, we want our money back. Cancel the transaction. Lady goes, I'll send your money back. Of course, there's no no refund. We call the bank, the whole deal. Um, even call the police, call the FBI. Good. And the, the, we try to do our best to go after them. But I'm giving as much warning as I can to anybody out there. As an adult, yeah, of course, I'm disappointed. Yeah. But big difference of being disappointed. I can't imagine somebody promising a five-year-old kid oh my goodness, on Christmas right? morning, your dog's coming today. Yeah. We open all the gifts, but we have a huge surprise for you coming by the end of the night, and then you you, you fuck that kid over. So I would, just warning everybody, not because poor me, but just let you know, if you're looking to buy a pet, not only for yourself, but especially for a child, don't break some kid's heart on Christmas Day by doing what we did and getting ripped off again for us it was charityboxershome.com there are a bunch of sites and if you click around with them you're gonna see funny my sister-in-law called and tried to order the exact same dog and they basically sold her the same goddamn dog too saying you got it we'll ship layla right over you know she'll be here tomorrow and it's it's a it's a constant scam where they're just raking in money over and over again and they have a bunch of different sites same people and if you look at when the sites were built Six days, you know, six days ago. Like, yeah. Lucky we got a guy like Kyle Fluger. Hey, Kyle, can you tell me when this site was up? Shit. Six days ago, you know, and that that kind of deal. And tell you, hey, all these are are bullshit. So I know there are some legit ones. Just be very, very careful out there, especially around the holidays. You don't get fucked over. The good news is, uh, a very good friend of mine found me uh, a boxer puppy. Nice. And there are two boxer puppies in San Bernardino. Drove out there today. Chose which one I wanted. The one that came to me is the one I chose. Um, we'll be old enough to come home in, a, in about two weeks nice. and we will have a dog in here. Um, but it was, it was no, as weird as, I don't know about you. Obviously you aren't going to San Bernardino very often. No. When we're driving, <laughs> first of all, driving out there, there's a horrible accident oh, where a guy drove under an 18 wheeler, the whole, Eesh. the whole freaking car, like Jane Mansfield. 
do look like Jay Midfield. Okay, yeah. so here's my question for you. Do you think your instincts would be quick enough to duck? Fuck no. You just hold that steering wheel like a motherfucker, get your head yep. cut off. That's and just what, gone. That's what I said. Later. To, said to Josh, here was the weird thing. When we, what happens when you get to the afterlife? You're just carrying your head around like, uh, <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> like a football? Yeah. Like Wendell Tyler and shit, like a loaf of bread, as my dad <laughs> said. Damn, that is a bad that way to crazy. go. That was crazy. So we, we get off the freeway in San Bernardino. And Are you I like look, a chicken? Your head just keeps talking. Oh, my God. Dude, that, I wonder how long your conscience. I mean, I, you know what I mean? They say if your but, head gets cut off until the blood fucking goes out, that you're aware saying. of what's going on. You're just looking over like, uh-oh. <laughs> what, if, what the fuck did I pay my visa it. bill for? <laughs> that's it. Fuck. That's it. That money could have gone to somebody. Do I have time to clear my history on my phone? <laughs> no. <laughs> So, so there's so much fucking snow on these cars oh. and i'm like holy fuck dude how cold is it here and every dude. car it looked like we were driving in minnesota every car yeah. had about six inches of snow on it it uh i we, spent the weekend yeah. in la yeah how cold was it because it was oh. 44 degrees for us at 12 30 in the afternoon where we went it was uh, now listen people listening to this right are all over the place Minneapolis, Toronto, they don't want to hear it. Yeah, I understand. I'm just saying we were sitting outside. And the thing was, Dave, we were up there, I don't know, six weeks ago, Yeah, I guess. And, man, it was 80, 85. Now, again, it's before the time change, so yeah. everything. So uh, I got an FU of the day for you real quick. But I want, I want to circle back to what you said about the pups. Yeah. What I would do, and it's, it's a little late. It doesn't help, Dave, but it can help every one of you. I will stake my 25-year friendship with John Van Zanti on the reputation of Rancho Coastal yes. Humane Society. The Rancho Coastal Humane Society in Encinitas is where I got so many different dogs, and they're very special to me. They're very special to this show. And I, I know what happened with Dave. You want that pup, and you go for it. And I couldn't be more sad that you got the old bait and switch. But Dave mentioned if you were trying to get kids – um, a dog, there is nothing like it. I've done it three different times where you go to Rancho Coastal and you walk and you find that right dog. And, yes. you, and the excitement that that dog will show you when they know when, when the staff there at Rancho Coastal who are just wonderful people, when they put that leash on that dog or that collar and he's coming out, he or she, they know they're going exactly home. Exactly right. And they know... They look in your eyes. They know you're the one that pulled them out of there. And the bond you have with them is unbelievable. So I'm a fan of all the humane societies. I know Dave is as well. But I would just say, if you are a parent and doing that, go to Rancho Coastal. They're going to work with you on shots. They're going to get you all different things. And just tell them, hey, this is what we're looking for. This is kind of it. And uh, and they'll they'll find the match yeah. for you. And if they can't find it at Rancho Coastal, they'll find it at one of the the different ones and get you squared away. Whether it's Helen Woodward or any of the others, hundred percent recommend it. Again, yeah. I looked all throughout Southern California. Yeah, and so, but uh, yeah, Dave was Dave was looking for a boxer. Man, boxers mean a lot in this house. I get it. Um, I got an nephew of the day for you. Okay, and it comes from Kate Dotseth and Jack Dotseth. <laughs> to me, I owe them about five. Well, they got one for you. Oh, Jesus. Man, those kids are wearing me out lately. We had an insanely fun day yesterday. Good. Uh, we went up to L.A. and we did things that we had never done in our trips there, which we've done a lot. 
First thing that we did was we took a drive north of Pasadena, and we stopped at the Step Brothers' house. I saw it. It was awesome. Dave, that house looks like shit. Yeah, I saw it. And they painted It's white. Right? Yeah. They painted it. But the front yard is all rocks now. They yeah. took out the yard where they buried each other and where they had the incredible <laughs> fight. And it's all hedges in front. But the funny thing about that house, and I said this to my sons, yeah, it reminded me exactly of the Home Alone house in Chicago where it's just, it's right there in the middle. And if you're not paying attention, you drive by it. And my boys said, how do they find these houses? Yeah. Like we're so far off the beaten path. How do they find it? I go, I have no idea. But we had watched Step Brothers the night before. I swear to God, that fucking movie. I'm not a guy who watches movies over and over again. I am, yeah. We watched that movie, Dave, and we watched the other guys. And I've seen those two movies probably each now 10 times. <laughs> I fucking laugh every time. Mark Wahlberg is so funny when he gets to the house with Will Ferrell and Eva Mendes comes out. Yeah. And when they're sitting out on the steps saying goodbye at the end and Mark Wahlberg tries to kiss her neck, it's the funniest shit. Go in the house, Alan. He yells at him. That movie. So uh, we went what to the- he tell him? They all, they all can't be winners. Like he, uh, remember, he, the whole time, the Will Ferrell thing on the fact that Eva Mendes is hideous is hilarious. Yeah. Hey, come out here dressed like a hobo. It's so it's so fucking funny. And then uh and then that scene where the next hot chick loves him and the guy in the plaid pants says to Mark Wahlberg, Hey, you probably think because I'm a hairy guy, I'm hairy all over. Nope, totally shaved. And I'm like, why do I have to hear that? And Kate, my son, freaks out every time. He's like, God, I can't stand that guy. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, so we went, first Dave, we went to the Step Brothers' house. Yes. Then we went to Dunder Mifflin. How long, hold on, how long were you at the Step Brothers' house? Five minutes. Okay. Do you take a picture? Yeah. I mean, with the kids in front of it or anything? No, no? I didn't do they anything did that. like that. We didn't want, because it's still somebody's house. Yeah. You want to be respect. I mean, don't move into the house. You know, you got it. You know what's going on, right? Dude, it's like the, the house in Breaking Bad. They said people constantly come by and try and throw a pizza on top of that roof. Can you imagine that? Yeah. How funny is that? <laughs> what the hell's the matter with people? Uh, we went to Dunder Mifflin, cool. which was really fun. What a shitty street that is. It is. It is. I oh, couldn't believe that. Okay, when you were there, when we went, people were coming by like crazy. Were people coming no, by? No. It was just nothing but motorhomes and generators and people just- like, Nobody stopped by while you were there? Just wow. us. God, it was nonstop. It Matter was yesterday fact, morning. There was a couple who came by that drove straight from Georgia all the way there just to get a picture of that damn building. All right, so here's my question and I don't know if you know the answer or anybody else does. It was it ended up being 5 minutes from the hotel where we stayed, so it was really great to get over there. Yeah. Um so you're outside, we had just watched it earlier in the day <clears throat> when he had gotten pissed and he quit. And so you see we're like that's where he backed out. There's yeah. the building. But inside of that they say that's studios yeah, now, it whatever it is. Did they actually film the show in there? No, you, I don't think so. I think it was probably probably on a set. On a soundstage yeah, somewhere else? That's my guess. But I mean, so much of it is like right there. Outside, yeah. yeah well, and, every time they do that, they go right at the building today. Yeah. But I mean, looking out the windows, the whole thing, it's yeah. just, it was really funny. Meredith gets hit by the car. Oh, that's my God. That's one of my favorites. It's, it's unbelievable. We went to Dunder Mifflin. Then this was kind of cool. We went to... 
uh, the building where Eddie Murphy got thrown out the window in Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> and we walked, we walked right in the lobby, and it's the same lobby. And it was a guy. Um, fuck, Dave, this guy was so goddamn funny. He was great. I think he was from Kenya. He was the security guard. Yeah. And he's just sitting there, and I said, hey, I'm sorry to bug you. My kids and I just wanted to see uh, where Eddie Murphy got thrown out the window. And this guy got so fired up. Oh, shit, man. They drag his ass right down there, <laughs> and then they pitch him right through that window. Get out of here. This fucking guy was so funny. And then he goes, hey, look at this shit. And he shows me a video and it's somebody that has superimposed Trump's head on Eddie Murphy. He goes, look at this shit. We're throwing Trump out the window. Get the fuck out of here, he says. <laughs> I goddamn was dying. This guy was so funny. So we're taking pictures. I got my sons laying out in front of the window. He's dying laughing. And then uh, we went to Victor Maitland's house. We found that. Was that Beverly Hills too? Uh, down in Santa Monica. Okay. So it was all different shit. You go to LeBron's house? We've been to LeBron's house okay. in Brentwood, but we haven't. My son knew where his other house was, and I we didn't see that one. But then they go. Uh, I said, "What do you want to do for lunch?" And my son Jack said, "Hey, we've driven by it like three times. What do you think if we go to Wahlburgers right on Sunset Boulevard?" And I go, "All right, I'm just telling you." Dave went in Boston, and he said it wasn't that good. Without missing a beat, they go, "Well, what does Dave do?" That's true. And I go, I don't know. Listen, we'll go, but I'm not I'm not sure. I'm going to tell you what. The one on Sunset was pretty goddamn good. Oh, boy. The one in Boston was not good. Pretty goddamn good. Yeah. And they said, are you going to tell Dave tomorrow? I go, yeah, I'm going to tell Dave That's tomorrow. Fine. The one I went to right down the street from Fenway Park A little was not expensive. Good. Not going to lie. Yeah. The, but it just wasn't. The meat wasn't very good. It wasn't oh, good, shit. man. The one here, man. And maybe it's maybe because they're under a little bit more pressure being yep. in... Uh, being on sunset, but Dave, we sat outside. God damn, man. It was so goddamn cold that we were laughing because we we're saying about if you went about six blocks east yep. is where we hung out with Al Horton in February. And it was about the last time things felt normal. But I'll I'll tell you this, no matter what you say, over the weekend, being out to lunch, moving around, seeing people yeah. was the first time in a long time that you go. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. I think we can get through this shit. I think it's we're going to be good. And I thought Saturday, I woke up in the morning with CNN, and I thought what Van Jones said, and I happened to see that live, when he said, man, today it's a lot easier being a parent. I'll say as parents of 13-year-old guys that are pretty bright, ask a lot of questions, their mom's an attorney, uh, I couldn't agree with Van Jones more. And I put that clip up on Facebook, and I had a little fucking dipshit today go, what a phony. And I told that guy, go fuck yourself. Good. Uh, Paul G. You know that fuck yeah. face is. <laughs> and I go, what a fucking miserable way to go through your life, right? What a miserable way to go through your life. But I'll just say, look, I'm not I'm not the biggest Joe Biden fan. I'm not the biggest Kamala Harris fan. But when he comes out today and there's a task force of 12 doctors and scientists that you look at and you go, man, that's a pretty impressive group today. Uh, it just kind of felt pretty good. Kind of felt, and 
Dave, how do you feel like when you're when you're driving home from golfing, right? You spent which the whole- is ridiculous too, right? I mean, who told him to go play golf right he now? Did. It's a good idea. He did. Everyone's just afraid to tell him this is not a good idea. You're still acting president of the United States. Well, and you're so upset, but you're golfing. But you come back, man. Then he said he was with all these celebrities, and there were no celebrities. Oh, fuck. I couldn't even lie about who he. I mean, tell the not truth. Not even Scott Bale. Not even Scott Bale. But hundreds of people are dancing in the street. Dude, there are fireworks going off all over in Europe. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look like the Fourth of July in Paris and London. They're losing their mind. It's unbelievable, man. You know what was was wild? Because a lot of times, look, and I know when we get into politics, it's always dangerous here. But I'll just we'll speak for ourselves, okay? So I'm yeah. sorry if you get a, get offended by what we say. Jeff has, has said it a million times. He's still a registered Republican. I am. So is my wife, and the majority of my friends are Republicans. Well, and this I'll has say- nothing to do to me with the Republican Party. I think most of the Republican Party is afraid of that. People that that work in the Republican Party are afraid of Donald Trump. Well, I will say this, Dave: the majority of the friends that I have that are Republicans that were supporters of Trump, uh, I haven't seen any of them posting we need to recount we need to do anything uh they had their guy and i think most of them look at and go my guy lost and so for those people that mean a lot to me i don't see any reason to gloat or do anything else right they they voted for a guy they haven't done anything that would embarrass themselves or the party they said okay we had an election and our our guy lost and uh and they, for the majority of the people that I know that were Trump supporters, they've lost like champions, and I and I appreciate that. So I don't, I feel like, show them the same respect, right? They, I, most of them weren't really obnoxious on Facebook to begin with. They supported him, and they were that guy. But I really, I think the majority of the people, like I said, many of them clicked like on what they saw Van Jones say, which I thought was cool. I reposted it. Yeah, and uh, and a lot of them changed from talking politics to asking me if I was watching college football on Saturday. Wow. And you go, hey, man, that's cool. Let's, I'll talk college football yeah. with you. I don't, I don't feel any reason to be a dick. If you're being cool and moving on, then, uh, then I look forward to talking college football with you. What I thought was very interesting, because we have no idea what happens when world leaders really get together. Sure. But when you're seeing major countries that are our allies saying the other day, which was surprising to me, they because again, Donald Trump is still acting president. Mm-hmm. The world has been in complete disarray the last four years. Yeah, and saying that for him to treat us as his enemy and to treat his enemies as the allies has been really terrible. Not only for Germany, London, you know, uh, France. This has been one of those nobody knows where they stand. And yeah. they, and as you said, the United States, you're the leader of the free world. And to see people finally speaking up. Now, for Putin not to come out and call Biden, who gives a fuck? Fuck who off. Fuck off. <laughs> we, Nobody we, cares. We, we all watched Rocky Four this weekend. You can yeah. fuck off. We, we, we don't, suck we don't, it. We don't, we don't care. Yeah. But um, it, it is the whole thing is, is really fucking strange, man. It is really strange. The, one of the things to, to watch out for, I don't know if you saw this on Facebook, but mm. I had no idea what Parlor was until this weekend. Do you know what Parler is? You're out with your kids a lot. Parler mm. is the new, it's supposed to be the right wing Twitter. Okay. It's okay. red. The colors are red and white. I, it's funny as shit to me how many people don't know how to spell the word of Parler. They, they yeah. don't know. Everyone who's promoting it all spell it different. But is it P A R L O U R? No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying yeah. because oh, I, I feel I get, like I've seen that yes, recently a lot. So okay. I was wondering. And, it, and it, there, there's a huge app for it. Okay. I'm going to, just so I got the spelling correctly on it, is. Um, 
is very interesting how how people are are going towards it and people are asking do uh, it's p hold on it's it's, uh hold on i just want to make sure i spell it correct because it's um it it, right now i have it as p p a r l e r is what it has as the app store oh l okay okay so um here, here's the deal is it's if you're thinking about going on it and look if it's something you're interested in just like I, I have an NFL app on my phone okay mm-hmm. it is being heavily watched I'll tell people that by by uh, basically as, as the FBI says they're saying this is one of these apps that's they're worried oh, wow. about um, extreme right-wing people and not people that that are part of this show I'm talking about mm-hmm. neo-nazis I'm talking yeah. about white supremacists those people you join an app like that download an app like that it's kind of it's kind of dangerous. I understand wh- where you, where you want to go as far as where you want your news and everything, but if you download, just give you a heads up. It might not be something that go fuck, man. I wish I never downloaded that thing. Read no. up on it before you say I'm getting involved. I'm not. A, I don't get paid by Twitter, and I, Jeff and I rip Twitter all the time. Yeah, not saying it's the best way to get information or participate for sure, but be careful about what you uh, what you put on your phone because all of a sudden, as as people have always questioned, man, did I make a mistake getting into social media? This might be one that they're warning people. Hey, uh, you might be re- want to be really careful about what you're getting into, finding out what's what's going on. Um, it, it, Saturday was very unique uh, as, as far as the day goes. I mean, all of a sudden it seemed like bam! All of it, you saw breaking news. Joe Biden. Yeah. You asked on the show the other day on Thursday night. When we come back on Monday, will we know? I was thinking on Saturday. No way in hell. And right when I was thinking that, it, it happened. Um, I don't know what what happens in the next few months i think a lot of people including from what i'm reading in different newspapers that melania has told him move on so is jared kushner yeah saying move on accept it be be the the kid you tell in little league after you lose a game go shake his hand and fucking move on you don't win today today wasn't your day move on but even his wife has said hey it's time to for for us for this country dude i hope she bails more than anything i hope she fucking bails yeah, I think right. she. I think she's out quick. I, I mean, but at the same time, I thought Hillary was going to bail on Bill as soon as he was as soon as he was out. She complete. He completely embarrassed yeah, her. That's a good point. And, um, and and she and she didn't. But I mean, I and I don't know, Dave, if that was because she had her own political aspirations and thought maybe the, I. I have no idea. It would only be speculation. But what do you I, think? You think she bails? Yeah, I do. I think she does. I don't think she likes it. Right? Who I mean, could? Right. Yeah, I mean, and then she's on tape. Who, who fucking cares about Christmas? <laughs> You're like, oh god, she didn't come off great, exactly. No, no, that's a thing. I mean, but I mean, it's different when your husband's the president of the United States, and then you, I mean, come on, we we know we bang Stormy Daniels, right? Right. Come on. I mean, who, who, does that fly with any woman? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't think. No, fuck. Even porn stars are like, fuck. I thought Ron Jeremy was bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it was just, like I said, I was in L.A., and we weren't overly— You, you guys did what I would do. Josh and I did it, not to the extreme. You did it when you went all those places. Yeah. But we've talked about this. Let's all go up together. Your kids yeah. and Josh and I will go, and we'll hit all these places. That's that's one of those things I think is so cool. Fun. If you're a movie guy, I think it's so cool as shit. In L.A., there's so many things that are obviously right there. Yeah. You asked, how do they pick these houses? I have a, I have a cousin who they did one episode of— it was a show called like Picket Fences or some shit. Sure. And they filmed it in our house for one episode and they made out with like 125,000 bucks. Oh, goddamn and they, amazing. And right? they repainted the entire house. Yeah, like 
See, we're wondering with stepbrothers, do they film that in there? Like, is all the drywall getting fucked up um, and coming down the steps? I I'm mean, guessing no. I don't know. I'm just guessing no. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere, but uh, it was great. But just being out, what we did was just kind of get away from everything. We drove up Friday night, which I had not done in a long, long time. So we drove up Friday night and... Uh, Stayed in a little place in Burbank that was awesome. And so we we uh, grabbed dinner, yeah. came back, watched a little bit of what was going on in the news, crashed out. And then we got up in the morning and you just, Dave, I don't know, there's something about being in a hotel for two days as opposed to one that makes it feel like two weeks. It just feels <clears throat> so much more. Comfortable. So we walked next door. Hotel question. Do you guys unpack, put your stuff in the drawers, or do you live out of the suitcase? Um, my kids just throw everything on the floor. Um, I always I always unpack everything. I unpack everything. And then I'll tell you, this was, I'll tell you this as a dad, maybe one of my favorite things happened on Saturday night as a dad, cool. and it was the funniest shit ever. Um. But we unpacked, you walked next door, we just got breakfast, hung out, and you had the whole day. But we had seen the news in the morning where Joe Biden had won Pennsylvania. And that's funny, right? Because he wins Nevada too. But by that time, Nevada was like, who gives a fuck, right? They were the talk of the town forever, and then it just kind of fell off. And the energy just felt different. It just felt different everywhere you went. Um but I, I got to tell you this because you'll crack up. Um, my son Jack's 13. And anytime, right, he's getting ready to be at that age where you're hitting puberty and your body's changing and everything else. And all of a sudden you get a little bit of acne popping out, right? Yeah. So he's tried a couple of different face scrubs and different things and it still pops out. Yeah. So I went online and I found him from... I mean, it's amazing, man, for, like, men, right? What we used to have? like Clearasil. Clearasil. Old Spice. Yeah. Like, that's all you get, right? Remember when Clearasil was white? It was like, you can't walk around this shit yeah. on your face. You need to try and find skin color, Clearasil. Yeah. It was in those pads, yeah. right, with the oil. and God, alcohol it was just, on them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Burn the shit out of you. <laughs> so uh, I did some research for him because, you know, I know he's at home, but the one thing you don't want, you, like, you want to get out in front yeah, it's devastating. You look in the mirror and you, and you don't look the way you want to look. Yeah, yeah and and luckily it's not bad, yeah. but I, I said, uh, you want to get out in front of it. So I did a little bit of research and I found for him a charcoal detoxifying peel face mask. I've seen this on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. So I get this for him. So I bring this up. And he go. I said, uh, hey, man, look, this thing I think is going to be really great for you. He goes, oh, wow, mom's got one of those. And I go, cool. I go, well, we're going to set you up right now. And so his brother's like, what? And so we go into the bathroom, and I knew what the plan was the whole time. And the plan was, so I put this stuff uh, in my hand, yeah. and I start putting it on. And he goes, what are you doing? I go, dude, I'm not going to make you fight this fight alone. And he's rolling, right? He goes, what? I go, you think I'm going to send you out there in front of that idiot by yourself? And we got to listen to his shit all night? I go, I'm in. You're doing it. I'll, I'll do it with you. He goes, 
Give me that too. Let's go. And so, Dave, I just changed the narrative. Good for you. I changed the narrative where it was fun. We're doing it, the whole thing. I, I'm going to ask because I don't know. Have you ever had one of these masks on? No. We're cracking up, right? Because it. I've had flashbacks to Does London. Does it feel like, like rubber on your face? Well, at the time, it just feels like you're just putting like shaving cream on. Yeah. And now, like five minutes, ten minutes go by, and you're like, "Yeah, I can't move my face." Really? Are you guys are staring at we're each dying. other in the bathroom. We're, no, we're out. We're out oh, in the room. Looking, oh, hold on. When you walked out, what did Kate say? He's like, "What are you two doing?" You guys look like the Black Spider Man. Yeah, and I go, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> we look like uh, Justin Trudeau in that one picture. <laughs> I said, "I go. There'll be no pictures of this thing anywhere." Uh, yeah, I don't care what we're doing to clean up your skin. We're not. Posting yeah. pictures Take like that. Take it easy, this. Ted Danson. Yes, exactly. So then, uh, after like 10 minutes, it's dried, and it it's like when you were a kid, and you'd put Elmer's glue oh, on yeah. your hand, and I'm like, all right, well, now we're going to race to see how good a job we can do cool. peeling this thing off one in piece. one thing. I'll tell you, man, his skin looked thousand times better. Awesome. And he was so, he had a blast. He thought it was the funniest thing going. He he is the king of giving zero fucks. He doesn't cool. care what anybody thinks. And I sent it home and I called his mom and I go, look, this is, and she's like, you did that without me? For all the bullshit I put up with you, you didn't give me the chance to see it? And I said, no, but it's in his bag. And she goes, I do it once a week. And she goes, yeah. when I'll do it, he'll do it. And he goes, yeah, I'm in completely. Good. But I, I would just recommend if you are a parent and your kids are going through yeah. it, just do it with them. Oh, yeah, of it's course. It's the funniest Good shit you. ever. Good for you. You know, you know what? There, here's, uh, the one weird thing I've bought like that is um, it's a powder, okay? Okay. And you brush your teeth with it. It's a black powder. Have you seen this? The charcoal part? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever tried it? We've had charcoal toothpaste, and it's the uh, weirdest thing going. It is. Because it looks like you've lost every one of your teeth. Yeah. You look, you look terrible. All yeah. Right? And you have to do it for five straight minutes of brushing your teeth with this charcoal shit. And uh, every time I do it, I'm like, no joke, your teeth are never whiter. It's crazy, you know? right? I drink a shitload of coffee and I'll chew and I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to do that stuff when I have bad teeth. Because you look at all the guys, even in the, the 60s, 70s, you look at those TV shows, nobody had white teeth like they no. do now. Colombo. Yeah, I never had my teeth bleached. People say, you ever bleach your teeth? I said, never have. But that charcoal shit fucking works. Yeah. I'll do it like once a month. You, you but have I, to. I'm afraid, just like you said, my wife's never seen me do it. My son's never seen me do it. Yeah. But it's one of those things. It it honestly helps. So whatever gets you by, shit, if it works, it works. Yeah, I uh, I have way too much time on my hands to read all these different things as far as all of the different grooming. Yeah. So the charcoal is the, the number one thing, Dave. It's in everything. It's in your goddamn deodorant. It's yeah. in your shampoo. Your, I just bought uh, Every Man Jack. It's sitting at home in Amazon uh, because it got voted the number one shave gel. And that has some bullshit charcoal. <laughs> I completely bought into it. Hey, I got other good news for you. For for other people, this would be good, right? For the men. I'm always checking out all these different things because I just like it. Um, remember you and I did ads for Harry's Razors. Yeah. Way back at iHeartMedia. And at that time, they were so goddamn good. It literally felt like there was no blade in there, but it went so good. And I don't know what they did for about a five-year window 
But their blades went from great to shit. Remember that? And they'd send us things, yep. and you and I, I think we talked about it. They're on only the, good for like one shave. Yeah, but they were, God, it felt like you were, you know, saw, uh, just sawing everything off. Well, somebody sent me their new blades, the new ones that they've redone. Fuck, Dave, they're back to the magic. Good. And I was happy to tell you, because they're cheap. Yeah. Razors are expensive as fuck. But, um, yeah, for the Harry's and then that Everyman Jack, I just buy all that shit. That's cool. But, um, yeah, do you do that? You know, I'll stay with basically the, the same thing. I have this goddamn beard, so I was trying to... It takes me forever just There's to There's 900 different beard oils out I know, now. I don't what do did that oil? shit happen? Jake used to do the beard oils all the time. I never do a goddamn beard oil. I don't know. You know what I'm dying for, man? No no joke. Know what I want the most? I want a fucking haircut so bad. Why haven't you got one? Because Josh and I have this damn competitive deal thing where we just yeah. like, who's going to cut their hair first? Who's going to who's gonna jump? Yeah. Since COVID started, I've cut maybe two inches off my hair. I look like fucking... A, DeGrom and shit. Before. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I hate it. I fucking you can't You look like it. the uh, bass player in Rainbow. Yeah. I, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I do. I look like Doug yeah. Henning. Doug Henning. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. I, I can't fucking take it anymore. And he said to me today, he goes, I just want a fucking haircut. I go, dude, me too. I'm dying for it. So just I go. January, I've got to make it to the end of the year. I just said, You well, have to? No, just fucking in my head. I'm going to make it to the end of the year. And uh, I think, but that is like the one thing I just wanted fucking haircut so fucking bad. I can't take it. I, I went, uh, I went a week ago, Friday, great clips or yeah. one of those was open, man. And I've had a couple since that time. God damn. It's the best. <laughs> it's the absolute best. Cause I know exactly what you're saying. Every guy's going through it right now. It just feels straggly yeah. and dirty you just feel like a complete scrub. Dude, I, I you asked me that question a few months ago. You goofed on guys who use conditioner. I use so much motherfucking conditioner oh. in my hair, dude. It's 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 insane. I can't I can't fucking take it. Here's the the funny thing about it. I can't stand I don't know how women do it. How your hair touches your ears. Oh yeah. Freaks like, you out. It, it freaks out. Feels like you have a spider on your head or something. Like who the, what the fuck's in my hair? Anyway, dying for a fucking haircut. That's the biggest thing I'm looking for in 2021. I will do it right at the beginning of the year. All right, I'm going to tell you right now, Dave. This is yeah. I'm going to change your life. I'm going to change everybody's life here because I, I just thought of this too. I found you the right shampoo, right? What are you using? What do you get? Right now, I think there's whatever's in there. I think there's Pantene in there for all I know. Come I don't know. on. I don't know Christ what's in there. Sake. Honestly, okay. I grab whatever's in the in the shower. All I don't, right. I don't go search, searching for shampoo. Here you go. Right here. Go. You have Amazon, right? Yeah. All right. I went on Amazon, and I got Kick, Kick, K I C K, men's shampoo, right? Because it got voted like the number. I'm telling you, I read all this shit okay. all the time. Tea tree oil and peppermint shampoo. Now, I didn't have any of this, but they just said it was great for everything. Uh, itchy scalp treatment, men's shampoo for thinning hair, no sulfates, powerful anti-dandruff shampoo for men and women. It just got voted like the number one thing. 22 bucks, okay? But what happens is you get it from Amazon, and then inside of the deal, Kick gives you a coupon for your second bottle for free. Now, the first one's pretty fucking big. Like uh, 16 ounces. Okay. The free one's like eight. But that shit's goddamn great. So if you're going crazy, I mean, it just yeah. uh, takes good care. But I got voted the number one okay. to go on Amazon. Because if you're buying that shit, like the retail shit, yeah, you have relatives that cut hair. Yeah. I have close friends that cut hair. 
They're like, man, especially the older we get, they go, yeah. dude, you can't be just going in and buying, you know. Shitty shampoo? Yeah. yeah. Bob's <laughs> Bob's men's shampoo. I don't think my hair is, or Trevor Lawrence is on TV. It's not that long, but it's fucking ridiculous. Probably pretty close. Yeah. It's pretty goddamn close. But, <laughs> pretty uh, goddamn close. Uh, but yeah, go get that. Dude, I'll tell you, I it's the best, right? Buying all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. That Amazon's pretty special. I look like uh, oh, I'm trying to think who had who had bad hair. Yarmer Yarger. <laughs> Do you remember his hair in the yeah. in the eighties? I think I think I look a little shitty like that. I don't You've know. You avoided the mullet though. I'm proud. Yeah, of yeah. You. I, I have avoided the mullet. All right, a couple things I want to ask you before mm-hmm. we get to some of the fun stuff here. One is, does it bother you? Cronenworth didn't win Rookie of the Year. No, that's, that's what I'm. I'm with you. Fuck the individual awards. Uh, yeah, I mean, nah. Uh, and I saw somebody's post this today, and I agree. Well, I'm. I think it would have been great for. Uh, look, Silver Slugger for Machado and Tatis was yeah. really cool. I love that one. But no, man. But I'll tell you this: I'm really stoked that kid's a Padre. Yeah, I like absolutely. that guy. I just I like his makeup. I just I like his versatility, and I just like that guy in the lineup. So no, I think it would have been cool, but it's not like ruin your day. No, not no. at all. All right, here you go. So just so people are, are wondering, um, Devin Williams from the Brewers is the one to end up winning this thing. But here, here's the craziest thing about that kid on the Brewers. A lot of people mm-hmm. didn't see him pitch. His ERA was .33. He didn't, wasn't able to play against the Dodgers because he was injured. But he's the first pitcher to win the award without recording a save or making a start. How, yeah. cra- how crazy is that? But a little he, weird. Yeah, he, he was ridiculous. So um, – Kyle Lewis, we saw him with the Mariners. He's insane. The center awesome. fielder. We all saw him. He's great. Here's a story, and I don't want to laugh at anyone who gets a DUI because DUIs aren't a joke, nope. but we literally said on the air a week or two ago about Tony La Russa. Yeah. Tony La Russa fucking passing out drunk and rolling through the intersection when he was managing the Cardinals. Well, fucking guy gets another DUI. When? Just now. He got a DUI. Tonight? It came through today. He probably got the DUI last night, but the story came through today. Oh, shit. And you're like, okay, well, if you're the White Sox, probably doesn't mean jack shit. To some organizations, I think it would mean a lot. But it's a bad look. It's man. a bad look. It's a bad. It's the second one you've had. You're an old man. People are oh, insane. no. He's out, he's out of touch. Not saying that people are in touch, don't drink. But this is the second time this has happened to this fucker. Man, Dave, he's uh, he's never been my favorite guy in baseball, but he, he's never been my yeah. most disliked. I just, I, I'm just at a point in my life, and I don't know what happened. I'm such a karma guy, where you just look at that, and that shit, if you and I were doing this three years ago, I'd be like, well, we'd call kill a fucking fucker. cab. We'd kill this fucker. How many banana daiquiris did you have, you shithead? And uh, now I look at it, and I'm like, dude, that just fucking sucks, right? Yeah. Because I look at it, and you go, a week ago, a week ago, that dude had so many people blown away by his ability to come back and be the manager of the White Sox, go back to where it started and do so many things. And if you were related to him or a friend of his, you just had to be so excited. Yeah. And then today you're like, what the fuck is going on? God damn it. And I tell you what, if your fucking sister calls me and tries to defend your shit, I'm going to throw the fucking phone through the window. God damn. (laughs) Go home and have a glass of wine, Anthony. 
<laughs> you got Renneria, who's like, <laughs> fucking had this organization going in the right direction. Oh, I'll tell you what, Hawk Carrollson's like, I fucking fired him for a reason. <laughs> Just calling Jerry Reinsort today. You owe me an apology, big boy. Uh, <laughs> you trashed me for the last time, Jerry. <laughs> I fired that fucking lightweight. And I should hire me again. I'll fire him too. You know, Stoney won't fire him. No, he won't. <laughs> you know, that fucking Andy Mazer won't fire him. Then I could see Hot Carolson completely calling him, just being an asshole. Yeah. I don't think anybody came off worse in one of those things on Major League Baseball than Hot Carolson. <laughs> he came off as the biggest fucking conceited asshole of all time. <laughs> and I told Vince Lombardi, fuck you. You get out of the hallway. <laughs> And I tell you, 10 <laughs> minutes later, I've never played football in my life, but I'd run through a fucking wall for him. <laughs> Fuck off. What a piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I was banging chicks with Joe Namath. <laughs> yeah? And Joe's like, Hawk, you're going to have to leave the room. You aren't leaving any for me. <laughs> Get out of here, dude. What a piece of shit. <laughs> like, they all come off so good. Hawk yeah. just came off as the biggest <laughs> asshole of all time. Uh, what else did Hawk? What else did he do? Jesus Christ, dude! Uh, Don't like, you love those guys? Yeah, no. He, I like it. he says. I'm playing right field for the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Mickey comes up to bat, and he gets a base hit, and a tear comes down my face. Oh, I, you I, big I, bitch! I look over at your Strimsky and left, and the tears coming down his cheek because we all. How know can you see? He's 300 yeah, yards exactly away. You right. can't That's see my shit. Point. I'm like fucking fucking. Your nickname's the Hawk. Yeah. You don't have hawk-like <laughs> vision. He's like. We all knew it was Mickey's last at bat, so we just started crying. And I'm like, Jeff's 100% right. They're fucking 380 feet away. Fuck off. You're the length of a football field away. <laughs> it's sweat for Yaz. Because <laughs> he hustled. It's an American treasure, whether you hate that team or not. <laughs> hey, uh, one quick thing. Yeah. Speaking of guys that hate the Red Sox, congratulations to our friend Steve Woods. Yes. Uh for the addition to his family, Taylor Woods, the picture, did you see what By the I, way, the name Taylor was not what he told me the name was going to be. What did he say it was going to be? Ace. Well, he fucked you over. Fine with me. I was, he maybe didn't trust me, I guess. Uh, he didn't. I'm glad he didn't go with Ace. I think it's a terrible name. Yeah, Ace Woods. I heard he was going to name it three. I don't know. I, w- I was told he could throw really well, and maybe Ace was the, the next thing. That's what they told me at Padres camp. Maybe that's what he was thinking. He was going to take care of after the old man. Thank God Josh got my joke when I put the guy up from Boys uh, Bros of Simi Valley. Yeah, it was funny as shit. <laughs> I love that guy, Bryce. Yeah, that was Bryce funny is as my fuck. guy. That was cool. Did Woods get the joke? Uh, he had to. He had to know who that those was a guys good one. Are. I think Josh said that was your greatest tweet. It might yeah, be. Just keep him out of Simi Valley. Yeah. My boy, Bryce. Uh, I fucking love that guy. I swear, Dave, you see baby pictures all the time. All the time. You see them, new kids, right? Yep. And you go, wow, this is great. Look, I'm not going to lie. Often you look at that picture, you go, fuck. Goddamn. Dude, right? Right? <laughs> what the fuck? Looks when like we a- get off the air, i got to ask you if we're thinking of the same kid. 100%. I, you don't even have to ask me. I know exactly. It looks like a fucking Spalding catcher's mitt on two little shoulders. And you're like, what the hell happened here? Yeah. My dad used to say about people that had been challenged, he goes, it looks like their face caught fire and somebody put it out with a track shoe. A terrible thing for my dad to say. He should be ashamed you of himself. I swear to God, I told Woods today, that picture he has of Bo 
Holden Taylor on the couch is the coolest yeah. fucking picture. And at this time, when I go, dude, how great is that? Because at some point, they're going to get older. Yeah. And they're going to get on each other's nerves. Yeah. And they're going to get on the parents' nerves. You just look back at that picture and you go, do you remember that goddamn day, Bo? <laughs> okay? I don't need this shit. You start treating your brother yeah. like you treated him with this picture. <laughs> God damn it. I don't care what Nana says. I don't care what your goddamn mother says. We're not going to put up with this shit, okay? You're not going to Uncle Paul and Megan's house. You're not doing shit. And you want to go golfing with Ben this weekend, buddy. You better get your fucking shit together. I know you're six. Get it together. And get the fuck out of here. Go wash my Range Rover. (laughs) Do you remember when... You used to do this. You'd drive around to kids in the back seat trying to get them to fall asleep, right? Oh, God, all the time. Dude, all I have to do is call Uncle Polly while Polly's doing his deliveries and God shit. Goddamn right. And say, dude, just drive the kid around in the back. And Paul can go in the carpool lane. Yeah. See? Two problems at once. God damn, Dave. I tell you what, you got completely fleeced on that fucking mutt. I sure did. But goddamn, you got your A game working tonight with your hawk impression and now this shit. Look at you go. <laughs> you should go buy a couple of scratchers. I should have brought you with me to the fucking Elks Lodge. I would have banged that lady. <laughs> shit. I didn't know you had it in you. Goddamn, you brought oh it. Oh my gosh. All right, look, here's the deal. <laughs> We're gonna get to the the questions and how much are they worth in a second. But here's the deal you guys are talking about. This is what I'm really proud about our listeners doing. I knew you guys would jump in on this and, and the advertisers have jumped in on this as well. Thrive Fantasy. We told you about them. Everybody last but week. Dan Williams. Jesus Christ. Fuck it. Well, Dan's getting the shit kicked out of him. He got to create shit. his own special room just so Dan <laughs> feels feels good about himself. And I have to book him with Tony LaRusso, so he's got cow. a chance. So Thrive Fantasy, it's a lot of fun, as you guys have realized already in just the first week. ThriveFantasy.com. Again, it's ThriveFantasy.com. Come prop up your Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports and esports app for player props. This is what you want to do with Thrive Fantasy. Eliminate the countless hours of research. You focus only on the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact in the game. And, and basically, it gives you the opportunity, Jeff, to get away from the guys that don't aren't really the sports fans, but the guys that say, I'm going to have an algorithm to win this thing. These are the guys that, hey, just the average joke can sit there and say, I know who's good. I like sports. I follow sports. I don't need to worry about the 26 guy uh, depth chart wise. I just want the stars. And you can play that easy and take advantage of it with thrivefantasy.com. Well, I'm going to tell you, Dave, I was here and I was a little smug about how Dan did. Yes. And then I checked my own NFL Week 9 kickoff and I realized that I finished 98th out of 114 people. Holy fuck. I got need right in the nuts. I swear it's an absolute blast. And uh, I think what we're going to do, and we'll talk to the guys that thrive about this, we have to start putting together the pool where we can all play against each other. Because it's just, oh, my God, I loved it. I watched all weekend. And I would think, now, uh, you know what? I'm going to hold off. I might have breaking news for you on Thursday when we come back regarding Thrive. Here's what's going on. So you determine how much do you want to play. Do you want to play five? Do you want to play 10? Do you want to play 25? There are some big-time pools that you can play. Then there are 20 player props to build your lineup. All you got to do is hit 10 of them. Each one of those assign the fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Uh, as Dave mentioned, over 75,000 guaranteed prizes. Here's all you need to go do. Go to thrivefantasy.com 
When you sign up, the promo code you want to use is D-A-J-S. When you sign up, you're going to receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit with a four-time rollover. Again, we're going to thrivefantasy.com. You're going to use that promo code D-A-J-S. I had so much fun over the weekend because it's one thing to play fantasy football. It's a whole other thing to be playing fantasy football with Thrive Fantasy. Yes. Notice the difference. Find the excitement. And, uh, oh, I just got the, I got Joey Gamache. <laughs> but I tell you what, now I know what I did wrong. And I'm going to come out this weekend and I'm going to put a goddamn clinic on. I can't <laughs> wait. Uh, your promo code DAJS. Find out for yourself what we're all talking about. We had an absolute blast. We can't wait to play again this weekend. I like your idea. If we can create a group just with our listeners, it'd be awesome. I know until I finish yeah. 98th <laughs> out of 114 again. Then what? All right, Dan Williams, we just mentioned his name. Dan's the guy that can help you out. He might stink at this in the first week, but I tell you, Dan knows his business. Here's the deal. Dan can get you out of debt right now if you're going to the end of the year and you're like, man, I'm still fucking in debt. Thanksgiving's coming up and the holidays are going to be here and I still haven't figured out my money situation. Dan can help you get everything situated for 2021. He can also help you buy your own home. You get out of the rental market, you buy your own home. All you have to do is call our buddy Dan Williams, 858 858- 688-6813-858-688-6813. Man, I had an incredible call with Dan the other day. We were just chatting about a bunch of different things. And what Dan was telling me is the expectation with Joe Biden coming in is that there are going to be unbelievable programs available for first-time homebuyers. And I said to him, I said, is it similar to what happened in 2008 and he said, very similar. And I'll tell you, as somebody that took advantage of that and bought a condo and now has a condo with a ton of equity in it, uh, the first step in that was making sure your finances are in order. So as life is about to change in a lot of different ways, uh, come January of 21, the best way could be that you're ready to buy a house and take advantage of these programs. But first, you need to have your finances in order Phone number to call is 858-688-6813. The book is Borrow Smart, Repay Smart. I'll say this, Dave. I couldn't be more excited. I have used uh, so many of the things that Dan teaches in that book. And today I'm like, hey, I haven't checked in for a while. I had to buy some things. I bought a bed. I bought a computer, some other things on the credit score. Uh, it took me down to about 789 I got a little nervous. Started chipping away, paying things down. 824 today. Good. And I tell you what, when you start a Monday, a busy week, and your FICA, your credit score is 824, uh, you're feeling great. And so we want to make sure if you need that credit score improved, nobody better uh, than Dan Williams to get you there. Absolutely. Brian Kerr is your guy to buy that home. Jeff just mentioned great opportunities in buying your first home. If you're looking to sell a home, you're looking to buy a home, whether you're looking for a bigger home, a smaller home, Brian Kerr is your guy. Again, he knows San Diego County better than anyone else. He's the guy we always recommend. He's the best in the business. We've all dealt with the bad real estate agents. We, here's the best one that you're going to deal with ever. 619-251-1588. That's Brian Curry's number. 619-251-1588. As I drove around the weekend and saw different neighborhoods, you look and you go, man, we are so incredibly fortunate to live in San Diego County. And where do you want to go? You can go North County anywhere, right? From, I mean, San Marcos is North County, Vista, come out west to Carlsbad, Lucadia. 
But our friend John Conniff goes, dude, I'm an East County guy. Put me in Poway. All right. Well, I get that. Nobody knows that area better than Brian Curry. Uh, and no matter where you want to go, Coronado, anywhere. Uh, I mean, it's got to fit uh, within the budget. But if you've got a house and you've got ideas of what you want to do, Brian Curry is the best, and we couldn't be more proud to be associated with him. And if you're selling, holy cow, the seller's market right now is unbelievable how quickly homes are going on the market. I told you, a friend of mine just sold up north, uh, got 20000 of her asking price. Couldn't everybody use that? So if you've been thinking about downsizing, Man, give Brian a call and say, what can you do for me? He'll get you the highest dollar amount. Absolutely. Tailored May Pools. Alan Taylor can build that perfect pool for you. It got a little bit cool. Guess yeah. what? The heat is coming right back. It's amazing. It seems like out of 365 days out of the years, you could have gone sw swimming at 360 of those days in 2020. Yeah. Tailored May Pools, the best pools that you could possibly imagine. Guess what? Alan Taylor will walk you through the process with a 3D design virtual tour. So he'll turn your backyard into a staycation. <laughs> 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. We were talking about my kids and, and how many of you right now play that game where you put the heater on in the pool, right? You hang out yeah. and it's, it's so fun at night, but then it's that determination of how quickly can you make it from the pool into the house or find the <laughs> towel. And uh, my one son said to the other, he goes, man, that'd be great. Right now, you have a tailor-made pool. Crank that heat up. He goes, i tell you what I'm going to do. So I'm going to get out of the pool first, and then I'm going to take your towel, and I'm going to chuck it in the water. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> what a dick move. What a dick so move. So you're going to have to try to wrap up and dry off with a wet towel. Uh, listen, we're going through it right now for a couple of weeks. But it sure feels like every spring, it's going to start warming up. What a perfect time to call Alan and the great staff at TaylorMade Pools. What a perfect Christmas present, right? Yes. I think all of us need a fresh start for 2021. Can you think of any better way to do it than knowing that the team from TaylorMade Pools is coming out to build that? And uh, I shouldn't even announce this because I'll probably get uh, I'll probably get in a lot of trouble for it. I, I think I'm breaking the code. For the first 15 people that buy a tailor-made pool tonight with cash, I'm hesitant because I think I'm authorized to say it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. First 15 that buy one with cash, Vera will host her Wild Wet T-shirt Wednesday at your house. But again, it's only for the first 15 <laughs> Vera and eight of her crazy lady friends are bringing it. They're going to fire up the Lawrence Welk on the old uh, squeeze box, and we'll be good to go. Bring your cash, David. Taylor made pools. <laughs> cash only, first 15. Don't tell Vera I gave the secret. <laughs> Kyle Fluger, we mentioned him just a little bit ago. Kyle Fluger doing great things for us. Again, we've asked him to build... Uh, numerous websites. He is great at doing it. He can help your business out. He can help make it grow. He can fix the website that's not working for you. And again, he is uh, just so easy to deal with. It seems like every time you call him, man, he gets right back to you and he's right there for you. I did something uh, today. I'm not going to give too much of it away outside of looking for that, that dog. Yeah. I did an eating contest. Never done an eating contest in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. I What'd feel, you eat? Oh, my God, dude. It was... I'll tell you this part. It was... Josh and I ordered 40 Taco Bell soft tacos. 
I just saw. I just went in. Forty of them. Forty. I uh, dude. I am. So are you just competing against him? Against him. Can you? Tw- <laughs> what are you doing, dude? dude the it, kid's a fine-tuned machine. Oh my god. That's what With he the said. highest metabolism, probably that he'll ever have in his life. The joke with Josh is always that he never gets full. His arms just get tired. But <laughs> holy fuck, man! It, it's. Uh, Where's your wife at this point? She's at work. Dude, you think I would do that shit here? She'd be yelling at me like crazy. So wait, do you bring him home? Dude, right here on the side. Dude, I had a Clorox this whole fucking table. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> fucking taco sauce, fucking cheese. It, it, dude, it was. Okay, hang on. Yes. I gotta, I gotta hear this. Now you, fu- you get the Taco Bell soft taco. So, yeah, forty uh, of them. Forty of them. And, yeah, the, and, the, and I held up the whole fucking drive-thru. You motherfucker. I tried to go th- to the front door. They wouldn't open the fucking door. So I had to go through the drive-thru, and the guy's like, what did you say? And I go, I want 40 tacos, and I want a large Diet Coke light ice. Yeah, large Diet Coke. <laughs> okay. The guy goes, say that again. And then when, when they got all the food, which is a shitload of food, the guy, it was 64 bucks, by the way. Oh, my God. The you guy, have too much time on your hands. The, the, guy, the, guy, the guy, everyone in the back starts cheering as soon as they're driving away. Yeah. Woo! Like, I think they're so proud they're able to make that many tacos. So you bring them home. Yeah. Are you going hot sauce, mild Diablo? I, I went uh, I went hot sauce. That's the problem is my nose is running the whole fucking time when you see it. When we post this shit, my nose is running oh, the whole time. Oh, no way. It's going up. Oh, yeah. We did it. Uh, we filmed it. That's what I was saying. Kyle Pfluger helped us out with this site to put this up. So <laughs> we'll get wait. it up. Dude, I'm so fucking sick right now, dude. And it, you'll, you'll see how many, uh, how many we got Where's down. your dopey kid? How'd he do? He's laying on the carpet in the living room right now <laughs> trying to breathe. <laughs> Oh, Dude, fuck, I can't All I'll wait. say is this. There's a moment, though, where you're eating. You know, no matter what food you have, Yeah. there's a moment where you're going, this is really great, to a moment of, I've had enough, to a moment is, I'm going to throw up. Like, it, it, yeah. go, it goes from, this is my favorite food, to, I don't feel so good. Like, really fast. Does he go that way, too? So, yeah. It, like, Do you start sweating like that guy on Man versus yeah, Food? Yeah, kind of. But I was, yeah, my nose, it, I was going with the hot sauce, so my nose is running, it's ridiculous, but... Dude, it was such a fucking mess. You feel so shitty. Then you got to clean up. You know, I mean, the, the table Jeff's sitting on right now, dude, literally, I had to Clorox the fuck out of this whole table. What the fuck God, is the matter dude, with you two dude, idiots? Because we're stupid. Cause he goes, you are. You're so dumb. It's great. Because he says to me, he goes, I've been eating for like 22 hours. And I said, well, I don't think I've eaten since five in the morning. Now it's like 2.30. And he goes, all right, fuck it. How many tacos do you think you can eat? Then you know how your kids are. <laughs> And then it turns yeah. out I can eat more than you, asshole. And then you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. What do we just do? Yeah, you'll God. say it. Kyle Fluger helped us out with this thing. But I cannot wait. Add a kid. Kyle's right. number like- 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Well, I would like to think that most of the people calling Kyle are going to be promoting themselves in smart, <laughs> educational ways. But everybody needs a break from reality, man. Nothing better. I cannot wait till I see this, Jesus you two Christ. idiots. Stupid. Because I guarantee you're feeling great, and then at a certain point, we're just going to see the whole thing change. Oh, my. Dude, that's what it is. I, I think that's what wait. happens. I know. I haven't seen it, but that's the look no. has to be. Because I couldn't look at him. I guarantee we're both. Because we're trying to act tough, but yeah. we both feel like shit. We had uh, my buddy Cheech and my buddy Tommy Gallo. Uh, they used to go. So we'd go out, and then we'd go to Denny's off of Via de la Valle. Yeah. Right there by the track. And they would start. So... It would start with uh, basically like a grand slam, yeah. right? So you're getting pancakes, eggs, that whole thing. And then it would be like a side of ham and then a side of hash browns. Yeah. And then 
they would just start doing like shots of hot sauce. And I, Dave, I'm telling you, like I, I can't watch the um, 4th of July thing, like Kobayashi yeah, or any of that, because yeah. it's just so gross when they're dunking Dunk those hot dogs in the water. Yeah, and, and they're going against the clock and trying to get everything done in two minutes. Yeah, we didn't go against the clock, by the way. That's the thing. Yeah. You guys aren't going against the clock. But you know the faster you eat, the better chance you have of getting all of them in. Well, I, I have no idea that there's any science behind that. <laughs> uh, but when it, there's just something when it's your buddies that you can't take your eyes and you watch. I used to go every time. I yeah. just go and hang out. And, and they ended up, and it was great for me because I just watched these two idiots torture themselves and they'd always buy me dinner. Yeah. Because I'd just be like... <laughs> Right, I'd be like, oh, I'll take the uh, whatever the turkey and avo yeah. sandwich and just hang out. And they'd be like, we got him covered. That we got that pussy covered over there. <laughs> I'm like, you're ready to pass out, you idiot. At least I can see. Fuck off. Yeah, man enough to. Yeah, man enough to do this. I cannot wait. When's this thing going to be posted? I don't know. Probably within a day or two. Josh has to uh, has to put it up. Here's, when he's done editing nine hundred uh, other things, he's like nine hundred other things to to do. Here's a here's a funny move that I heard today. Okay, I was listening to. I told you a pod. You asked me the other day what podcast do you listen to. Yeah. So I listened to that busting with the boys with Taylor Luan. I like that tackle. show. You guys I, sent me that yeah, one. Do you like it? It's pretty good. It's and a bunch of different NFL. Who was the one I the, saw that you guys sent me? The the dude from. Uh, I don't know which uh, one. Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey was one. great. Was good. I did like that a lot. So he, uh, I was like when he talks to the offensive linemen, like Andrew Whitworth or any of those guys. They're, they're all pretty good. So here's the move Taylor Lewan pulls that I said, I wonder if Jeff heard this yet. That cracks me up because Lewan makes a shitload of money. At one time, yeah. he was the highest paid left tackle in the NFL. He uh, he does this move while you're walking into a restaurant. Hey, man, thanks for picking up breakfast this morning. Like before you even <laughs> get in there. And it, it was like, hey, the fucking guy just made me buy yeah. breakfast without, you know. Hey, man, uh, every time. Hey, dude, I appreciate you picking up the extra avocado when you buy me breakfast. That's pretty cool. And like he makes you, fucking he puts guy. it in your head. Yeah. Yeah. He, he fuck fucks you. you over. Yeah. <laughs> he fucks you over. All right, here we go. All right. November 9th, how old are they and how much are they worth? We're going to start off with Lou Ferrigno. Goddamn. i tell you what. If anybody ever said a negative word about Lou Ferrigno, they deserve to be taken out back and beaten. Schwarzenegger. Remember him pumping iron and makes fun of him? He did? Oh, dude, it's horrible. I don't like that. Lou Ferrigno's awesome. I'm going to say he, Dave, I'm going to think I'm going to be a little surprised by his age. I'm going to say he's 71. Pretty close. 69. Here's, <laughs> I don't know. Two million. He's worth $12 million. No kidding. That's Good what for it him. Says. That's, <laughs> that's what I it's, love Lou Ferrigno. Do you remember, gonna... have you seen in the movie, I Love You, Man? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was great in that. Would you watch that with your kids? Um, there's nothing terrible in that one. I I was trying Rashida to think. Jones is in that one. Yeah, I was trying to think about that. I was trying to think of old, if I can get to old school yet. I mean, we've seen yeah. other guys. We've seen yeah. Step Brothers. Old school's great. Old school's so goddamn funny. I don't know. I'm I might have to watch old school. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Paul Rudd's so goddamn funny. Again. Paul Rudd is funny as shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Pumping Iron is a horrible movie. Yeah, but Schwarzenegger makes fun of Lou because Lou's mostly deaf. Yeah, speech impediment. Yeah, that's it's terrible. All right, Nick Lachey. Uh, dude, I tell you what, it's probably the most heated argument I've ever had with Steve Woods, <laughs> because he just swears to me this guy belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
And he's like, fuck Black Sabbath, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't get it. And uh, uh, let's see. Nick Lachey. Let me ask you this yeah. while I ponder how much Nick Lachey is worth. If you, could you drive to Santa Barbara with Nick Lachey? Yeah, I probably could. I think he could. Yeah, he I think could. USC yeah. fan. He's a, he's a, yeah, he's a USC fan. Seems a, like a likable guy. Bengals, Reds fan. He's a sports guy. Yeah, seems like a good dude. Uh, I'm going to say he's 44. 47. 47. This is the one that's going to be interesting to me. Now, he married Jessica Simpson, but now who's he married to? She, Vanessa Lachey, right? Yeah, but she was where, like on MTV or something? I don't know. She's four, Today's her birthday today, too. Well, that's a, yeah. Well, look at her stealing his spotlight. I know. I, was, I didn't even list it in here. I didn't look her up because I didn't want to ask you that one. But, yeah, today's her birthday as well. I think uh, I'm gonna say eight million. It says twenty-five million dollars. No shit. Yeah. Good for him. He I does a that. bunch of like he always shows up on different shit, right? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's Woods guy. <laughs> so do some homework. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> last one. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is so goddamn funny. Uh, that's my son Jack's main dude. I'm gonna say Jericho's uh, forty-five. Fifty years old. No shit. Yep. All right, this is funny too. How much is that dude worth? Fifteen million? It says eighteen million. That's pretty good. Dude, pretty that, good guess. That fucking guy is really, really funny. I like that dude. All right, five random questions for you. Okay. Do you think there was a conspiracy to keep Donald Trump from winning the twenty twenty presidential election? Uh well if the conspiracy means that a lot of people were sick of the shit and voted against him, yes. If I think any of it was rigged, no. As I thought numerous people had said, don't you think if we were going to fucking rig the thing, we would have rigged the Senate race too? We would have got rid of McConnell and Lindsey Graham. Yeah, those two nitwits. Yeah, the only guy that got pushed out was one guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I mean, fuck, man. Your guy lost. Like, he lost. No. I'm there, with you. And I, I feel bad sincerely for the people that are, are fighting that fight for him. Like, like, what happened to Rudy Giuliani? No shit. I mean, give him credit. He kept the weekend with his hands out of his pants, so we should all be proud of that. <laughs> Did you see him in that fucking Borat Dude, thing? Dude, what oh, the fuck, fuck was he doing? Fuck. Uh, but no, there uh, there was no... I, I mean, it's funny as shit that the guys that were part of 2016, right, that yeah. refused to say anything about 2016, where the FBI's like, they fucking clearly... Now, I don't know. I mean, I've said it here. Uh, like that 2016 election to me is so unbelievably fascinating because I think Bill and Hillary are shady as fuck. But, I really do. Okay, here's the, to me the craziest one is the 2001. Well, that's pretty wild too. I mean, it's yeah. Gore and Bush, and the, all of a sudden the one state where there's a controversy is the brother of the guy that's yes. trying to become president. Yes, that one's wild. But I wonder, Dave. My son said to me yesterday, what happened in 2016? I go, you know what, man? But the FBI said that Russia was involved. I got it. But remember, it's that same FBI that comes out shortly before the election. I mean, why she's sending emails in the manner she's doing it. But although, they found nothing. No, I got it. I got it. But you would think somebody who had spent that much time in the public eye and had been in the office. And so... I said to my sons, I go, look, because I don't know the answer. Was it people that just thought he was going to be 
the anti-candidate and he was going to be like my dopey state thought when they so. voted Jesse Ventura I so. governor. I think so. On a much higher They weren't state. getting a politician. Yeah, they were getting somebody else, and it's the emperor's new clothes right now where they refuse to acknowledge that they were wrong in what they did. Some of them, not all yeah. of them. I mean, clearly, I think enough of them changed. If he would have acknowledged COVID, he'd be president right now. I think if he would have acknowledged a lot of things. He, I, I, I'll say this, too. Uh, for a lot of people that are listening that may be Trump people, I I would think for most of you, if I've met you, if he had your credentials, if he had your credibility, if he had your likability, he's probably the president again I tonight. Uh, and that's the thing. I, I would much rather take many of you that support him than take he himself. All right. Are you surprised that the Nationals, uh, a day after that Joe Biden was announced as the president-elect, that they've already asked him to throw out the first pitch on opening day. No. Fascinating. Do you remember when Trump said the Nationals asked him to throw out the first pitch and the Nationals said, we never fucking did that. Do you remember wow. that? I'm telling you, man, there's so much shit yeah. like Jeb Bush coming out and and George Bush coming out and thanking him. Like, you just, you got to start connecting a lot of the dots, man. You got to start connecting the dots and go, dude, a lot of people that are not vocal or or yeah. political all of a sudden are coming out today and saying hey come on in join our party i mean what is it man like come on i tell you the nationals pulled a marketing move that i thought was genius when after after it was done i didn't even realize it at the time but their colors are red white and blue yeah if you're a democrat you you buy that blue nationals hat and yeah if you're a republican you buy the, uh, that's the red pretty one, cool i like right? that i mean I, dude talk about winning on both sides it was genius well i would say this too dave the the other move that should be done is and i don't know if they have they should fucking invite kamala out too yeah i mean what we saw saturday night with kamala can't be ignored it's pretty amazing where we are as as a country for her in and look we all live in california california has been kind of kicked to the curb for a long time and i i hope she doesn't let that happen anymore but uh but to see that i know the impact it had on a lot of people women uh people of color difference man and and just everybody yeah like when you listen to her when she said i may be the first one to hold this office but i won't be the last it was pretty wild and and no matter what's i'll Fucking listen to her all day over that fucking weirdo, Mike Pence. That fucking weirdo. All right, here we go. A few more for you. Okay. Should the Chargers ride the season out with Anthony Lynn or fire Fuck him? no. He is a fucking embarrassment. Right. Losers lose. I mean, Losers got, lose. That's what it is. He's just not a winner. I mean, Herbert's playing his ass off. Yeah. He, he's got to go. Gus Bradley's got to go. And I tell you what, I think what the Chargers are doing, and I put this on Twitter tonight, I think what John Spanos is doing is just waiting for Adam Gase to become available so he can, <laughs> so he can be, right? I mean, when you look at the guys they've hired from Norv to Mike McCoy, fucking Anthony Lynn, you go, God damn, Dave, I wanted to like him so much um, from Hard Knocks. I thought he was just great. He's just not, you fucking lose too many games, kid. No. Now, listen, I mean, four straight games where you lose a 16-point lead, that should have got him fired. I will say this as a Raider fan. The way the Raiders won that shit yesterday, that's tough to put on Anthony Lynn, but you still lost. If Here's the deal. I mean, if you're a Charger fan, yeah. as Jeff just mentioned, the bad losses, you won for a second. And yes. you're like, 
Dave, I think they won. Right? We don't get kicked in the balls. And then right when you put your hands up, we won. You got kicked in the balls. God damn it. <laughs> I, that, that it was get, brutal. That game to me yesterday, I felt like how a Yankee fan must have felt when Richie Garcia called that yeah. pitch a ball. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, boy. But, well, it's funny. I thought it was a touchdown, too, but then yeah. the, the, the other replay, I saw it on the ground. I was like, I know. Oh, it was, fuck, holy but, shit. If you didn't have replay, you lost that game. Okay, but hang on. Were yeah. you watching the Ravens game? Did you see the, the- I didn't watch the Ravens game yesterday. Okay, so- I was trying so, to find a dog. <laughs> yeah, true. Marcus Peters gets credit for an interception that's kind of bouncing around and everything else, and ultimately they call it a, an interception against Rivers. Okay. Because he's got it, he's got it up high, and but what the ruling was, he comes down, he turns, but he still has the ball up high. He hasn't brought it into his body, and as he goes to bring it in, he fumbles it, and the ball's recovered. What the NFL ruled was that once he made that third step, it was an NFL move. Therefore, he had control of the ball, interception, fumble recovered by the defense, dude. The Chargers receiver had possession much longer than Marcus Peters had it. And I benefited the Raiders. I laughed my ass off as I watched the Chargers lose again. But that's one where you go, fuck, dude. If the Raiders had lost to those shitheads, <laughs> god damn. So we'll take the win. We're yeah. not giving it back. But I did not send any text messages to Sean Walchef about that win. I just I, I did, I, same thing. I didn't say anything. I, I will in a couple of weeks when they hopefully <laughs> beat him soundly. But I didn't yesterday. All right, here we go. It's November 9th. Are you looking forward to the holidays in 2020? I sure am. I am. It just uh, it just feels different, man. Everything just kind of feels like a nice breath of fresh air, and and you're seeing it. And like I said. What I like is um, the people crowing about lawsuits and everything else seem to be to a minimum. Uh, I'm not really seeing it from the people that mean the most to me. I'm not really somebody that's gloating. Yeah. I just feel like everybody's kind of feels like everybody kind of the Hatfields and McCoys kind of took a break for a little bit. So uh, I did find it incredibly funny that not not people close to me just on the national forum. All these fucking uh, people came out. Well, you know what? I think Joe Biden should do this and this and this. Hey, you should shut the fuck up, okay? You should just sit down and shut the fuck up because your current hero hasn't done shit for four years. Um, But that was much more on the national level. I feel like locally, I mean, you put together that task force today and and then ironically Pfizer comes out today, right? And says they're having a huge success rate with the vaccine. and But I thought Joe Biden was great on that, where he said, listen, I know plenty of people have said this would be ready by the end of the month. We're going to take this slowly, make sure it's done right. And I think, Dave, the thing that needs to be pointed out that was said to me tonight by somebody I trust who's been a great resource for me for the last eight months, I was told tonight, look, things are going to get a lot worse. Yeah. They're going to get a lot worse because you're going to see a lot of people trying to get there. More tests are going to become available. People are going to be coming out and just different things. We got to kind of get the poison out. 
And in order to do that, a lot of different things are going to happen. But I feel like if we have good people leading the way and we're all kind of pulling in the right direction, that fucking somehow we can get through this shit. All right. Last question for you. Let's see how quickly you can think. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Yeah, well, it might have been Saturday night putting a <laughs> uh, charcoal that falls mask in the on. Good, good dad category. Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you. Let me go back on a couple of these things because uh, uh, are you looking forward to the holidays? I always am. I, I like the holidays a lot. Unfortunately, Fun down here, man. It, it looks, you got neighbors look, that get into it. I do. My neighbors are really into it. Rita has a really big family. I'll be honest with you. Rita's family has uh, has a bunch of members that have underlying issues, and uh, the COVID thing is very serious to them. So it's going to be very small. Like I don't know. It could just be Rita, Josh, and I for Thanksgiving. That kind of deal. Like usually we oh, have huh. 50, 50 people, but um, we have family members that are, are aren't well, and so they're. Their, their separation and then their kids are like hey we'd love to see you and we're fine but our mom is not fine you know that kind of deal so uh, i think it's going to be different but i always like the holidays you know what if that happens i'll bring genie pepper down okay <laughs> you got it you got it um and then uh wait go back what was question two uh question two was um are you surprised that uh biden was going to throw out the first pitch you shouldn't be surprised. I'm by not that, surprised. Are you? This kind of made me laugh because Trump put out that fake tweet, and then the Washington Nationals immediately said that's not the case at all. We didn't ask him to. Remember they had Fauci yeah. do it though. Yeah. Uh, now wait, that's the other thing that you hear is going to happen this week is that Fauci is going to get fired any day. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, I'm not for firing Fauci at all. I'm just thinking it's he doesn't so, give a shit. It's so he wants out. Petty and ridiculous. Yeah, he wants out. Um. All right. What was the last question? What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Mm. that's funny it's just it's like one of those things where oh i'll give you a great one uh it's the one i get reminded of all the time and do you ever do anything really embarrassing and get caught by rita doing it yeah you know what it's funny you said that i'm trying to think the only thing i can think of is when we're doing (laughs) we're doing the show uh in 2004 at my Mm -hmm. house the ESPN show and she came home in the middle of the day and I had no idea if she was in the house and we had Jenny Finch on. Do you remember this? And when she got off the air, I told you, I go, fuck man. I go, imagine getting a crack at Jenny Finch or some shit like that. (laughs) But it was probably much more vulgar. Yeah. shocker. And she did just hear from upstairs, David, David. (laughs) And I looked at you like, holy fuck. She was in the house. Oh shit. Yeah. Busted. Um, we were married. We were married living together. It was before we bought the condo. So Jack and Kate, uh, not born yet. So maybe we're just engaged. It doesn't matter. It was a small little place. My little place at Adagio across from uh, on Lake Murray Boulevard. Yeah. How the fuck? I had no idea that she was in the house. I have no idea. And I'm laying on this shitty couch that we had. We got like a free couch. And I remember that this couch stunk so bad that we just had to soak it in Febreze because it was like the only thing, right? Anybody remembers when when you get married and you're, you're trying to figure shit out. And I'm reading the paper. And I, I, I'm going to say this right out. I have no Native American blood in me to the best of okay. my knowledge. 
But for some reason, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm reading the paper, and I start going, "Hi, hi, 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 and I hear from the kitchen, which is like literally ten yards away from me. The Braves game, yeah, yeah. You're right out there. Oh, god damn it! She's like, "What the hell are you doing?" I go, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I have no idea. So then, as years went on, anytime I was on the couch reading, yeah. reading the paper, doing whatever, fuck, she would just walk out and I'd just hear her under her breath. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, you have done some things to make me laugh. But the unintentional one where I busted you, that was great. Um, but then the other one is just like, I just have a really close friend of mine who, uh, you know, we talk about Joe Carlo on the show a lot, but her name's Johanna, J-O-H-A-N-N-A. I was telling her tonight, I was absolutely convinced the H was silent in her name. And no reason to believe it. She'd never said anything, but I, I said to her, it's like, it's not that I thought it, it's that I knew Wait, it. Wait, you just found out tonight? Well, no, not, no, no, no. I've known for, but for probably the first three weeks that I knew her. Okay, well, that's normal. I thought you meant you just found out no, like, today no. on the way down here. No, I just, like, her, and she's a doctor. Dave, there's like 50 of them with her, and her Instagram's like, you know, doctor underscore Joe, J-O. And I was like, that's a little cocky, self-appointed <laughs> nickname, but all right, I guess. And it's like, oh, she is a doctor? Oh, fuck. And she's like, what the fuck's that? I go, I have no idea. And then, uh, <laughs> but then I'm like, and then I see her name. It's Johanna Carlo. I'm like, well, that's a funny way to spell Joanna. But pff, I don't know. Fuck, she's from Buffalo. So what do they know, right? And then I call, and her voicemail is like, hi, this is Johanna Carla. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. I guess it's not <laughs> silent. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, why the fuck would I even think that? What even gave me the reason? So it. It, it bothers me that you don't watch Family Guy. There's a whole thing on there about how she, they have to pronounce the H in, in Cool Whip. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, I was just told... By her and somebody else just gave me shit for not watching that show. Dude, serious. You would love it. is right up your fucking alley. Every <laughs> joke is for your age, dude. It is right up your alley. Yeah. It's uh, not It's not made for a guy. To, your kids wouldn't understand a fucking thing. No. But for right anybody up. who grew up in the goddamn 80s and shit, yeah. it is meant for you. That's right. It is so fucking funny. That, uh, I'll have to check it out because a lot of good people that I trust will do it. Um all right, well, that's it. Uh, what night are we coming back here? Wednesday's fine with me. You tell me. Wednesday or Thursday, you tell me. All right, I think we will well, be. Well, let's go Wednesday. I think I got a gutting meeting on Thursday. All right. Got all these gutting school meetings. God damn these schools. I know. Get the kids back hoping, in. I just, I'm sorry, I just hope we get baseball going or something. God Fuck, damn get them back in. Get the kids back in. No, I'm, good. I'm good Thursday. We can go Thursday. All right. We'll, uh, Titans will be no- playing the Colts on Thursday. All right, we'll go. Uh, you know what? Let me check it out. Uh, I got to figure out what I told Jack and Kate. I can't remember what night I told them, but fuck it. We'll see either Wednesday or Thursday. All right, good deal. See you.
Stop.